Hey, welcome to the One Big Thought Podcast, the podcast we talk about real ministry for the majority. I'm Andy George, and with me as always is Ken Hester. How you doing, Ken Hester? I'm doing great. How about hey, you? Doing well. Hanging welcome to the there. One Big Thought. Hey, welcome to uh, a world where Alabama is not the national champion. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Time of this recording, last night. Alabama goes down. Hey, you know, so I mean, good. I know you're an Ohio State guy, but you, th- there's still a little piece of you that's that's happy for Georgia, right? Just because it's oh, not yeah. Alabama. Yeah, I I think the only people that cheer for Alabama are people who live in Alabama and only a part of Alabama, so, or or one time yeah, or one time lived there. Yeah, I mean, let's just face it, Alabama's a solid year to year incredible football team. Oh, so Nick Saban is insane, so, and they were they were underdogs actually for the game, right? Not by much, but yeah. yeah, give it to Georgia. So yeah, we woke up uh, late. Well, last last night, watched the game, and then <laughs> woke up today, and Georgia is uh, national champion. So, so where wherever you are, whatever you whether you're sports affiliated or not, thanks for yeah. subscribing, thanks yeah. for liking, thanks for listening to this podcast, thanks for sharing it. We're glad that you're part of one big thought, and uh, you know we're going to try to hit in the best way we can in 20 minutes or less. Yep how to uh, how to apply some things. Uh, to your ministry, to your life, make you a better leader, make you a better pastor, and, uh, and and by no means have we got it figured out. We are just sharing by our default, <laughs> sharing by our losses, and uh, and hopefully you'll learn from some of the things that we've we've experienced in ministry. But uh, man, Pastor Andy, what what's what's been going on with you? Like, I know you're excited about victory. We talked about that last yep. week. Yeah. Um. But uh. But you know, I, I think there's something special to you know, for for our, our faithful listeners that have uh, listened all the way through um, pretty much every episode, they know that you've taken off. Uh, you took off the last bit of the year, yeah, um, to reset, to recharge, mm-hmm. and to come in strong for 2022. And uh, you know, we've had a few people kind of reach out and say, "How do you do that? How do you do that right. well? Not just for yourself, but for your staff." Mm-hmm. So um, maybe we'll talk about this episode um, being healthy mentally. In ministry, yep, yeah, it's a it's a good one. And as you said, I, I took uh, most of December off. I preached on the weekends, and of course, all of our Christmas services. And we had the week after Christmas off. But but uh, yeah, going into December, just feeling all of what this year has, mm-hmm. uh, it was a good time just to take some time and just reconnect with family and God, and even myself, and just kind of take some time and just process what's happening what's going on you know it's been a for pastors especially and anybody in ministry it's been a it's been a difficult two years yeah it's been a challenging i'll say challenging maybe not difficult but challenging uh some some are really having a hard time some are doing great but there's been new challenges that we've never faced before in my ministry 26 years and probably most people listening to this has never faced right now we are year three going into pandemic year three i mean yeah different phases Whatever you believe about it, yeah. you know, whatever your personal stance is on all of it, the world is still uh, reveling in what's happening, you know, with everything going on. So, so having health is very important, and a lot of pastors are very frustrated, very discouraged. Mm-hmm. Uh, the statistics are still kind of going up. You know, uh, by the way, you go look at Barna stuff; it's really good. But you know, pastors 
still it's increasing the pastors that would quit or resign if they could. Right. You know, and yeah, so I there's think, a, I think we saw something recently is like uh, upwards of 40% yeah, of pastors like that. that were polled. Mm-hmm. Obviously, that's mm-hmm. not like all of all right. that's not 40% of all pastors, but the right. ones that were polled or took the took the took the assessment um just kind of said if I could do something else, yeah. I would. You know, there's burnout that we hear a lot about mm-hmm. as well. And um, so, yeah, staying healthy is, is a big thing uh, mentally, physically, emotionally in this time. Yeah, I think I, I like to kind of say this real quick before we jump into like the care part of it. Uh, just out of conversations I've been having the last couple of weeks or so with some people, to me, uh, calling is so critical in ministry. Mm. And I know we like to use kind of the, the Christian terms of when did God call you and <laughs> right. what was your calling experience? And like me personally, like I, I have a very real one that I could point back to. And I was sharing this with a young pastor mm-hmm. in ministry in his young 20s, and we were talking about calling, and it was a good conversation, and I was asking him about his calling, and and just trying to hear how he was trying to search for it and find it. It kind of reminded me back to, and I shared with him, like, I could point to you the the day, the time, mm-hmm. I could point to you the seat I was sitting in yeah. when I just knew that I knew that I knew that the Lord called me to do what I'm doing. And I say all that to say because... God called me to this. I'm not going to let COVID take me out of this. That's great. right. Mm-hmm. Or if God called me to it, I'm not going to let some person in the church get me so frustrated that I'm leaving ministry because they're going to try, right? It's going to mm-hmm. be hard and you know the world's going to press against. You're going to have church people. You're going to have ups and downs. You're going to have great moments in ministry, terrible moments in ministry. And I think we have to get back to the calling that God's the one that called us. It's kind of like in Revelation where it says, go back to your first love. Yeah. You know, between us and God, like you got to get back to that basics of like the first love that I should have is God in my life. Yeah. And, you know, sometimes we need to be reminded that if you're called into ministry, then you're called to ministry. Yeah. And until God himself says you're done in ministry, which I personally don't think he does honestly i mean i (laughs) I don't think you're ever done with ministry yeah i think think there's a lot of good debate there but i would just say that for those of you that maybe feel tired or exhausted or discouraged uh get back to that calling of ministry you Mm -hmm. know sometimes it's helpful to go back and remember that oh yeah god god called me to this and honestly if you're a ministry and god did not call you what 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 yeah what yeah (laughs) Why did you get started? Well, you there's, know. A, there's a great resource actually by Ken Costa. Uh, he wrote a book called Know Your Why. And it really it really helps you kind of be reminded of that calling yeah. and mm-hmm. be reminded of, of who you are and why you started really articulating th- some great questions and some great dialogue around, mm-hmm. like you said, your calling, like knowing, yep. returning to that first love returning to knowing why you're doing this because if it's let's be honest it's not for the paycheck right so not you usually know. <laughs> so you know you've got to be able to say in the in the difficult emails in the difficult conversations in the pandemic and all the other things whether it be financial or emotional or physical that the enemy comes to discourage you in mm-hmm. if you are reminded if you can take a snap back to that moment when you were in that seat 
Mm-hmm. And God called you and how excited you were for that. Yep. And and you were going to do anything and everything that you could. You were going to go to school. Right. You were going to, you know, make sacrifices. You know, you've told me many a times uh, all the sacrifices that you and Stacy made. You know, I think you're making like $10,000 a year at your first uh, your <laughs> yeah, first. It was ministry. 17, but still wasn't a lot. It was not a lot. <laughs> I'm not sure there's much difference between 10 and 17. But, yeah. you know, those types of things yeah. are like, that's why we got into it. If you can stay close to that, then... Yeah. It gets you through the difficult days. It does, you know, and and that's exactly right. And I think I just feel burdened for pastors in general because you know when when the pressure hits, when COVID hits, and let's just I'm, I'm sick of talking about COVID. So let's say when <laughs> when a negative Any email pressure, hits, right. or yeah. you know you didn't you, maybe you didn't do a good job at something in your ministry, or you didn't preach really well, or you dropped the ball somewhere, or people just personalities just rub right. And it gets exhausting, and I'm sure that there's a lot of people listening that you're just tired of people, you're tired of the ministry, you're tired mm. of getting beat up, you're tired of the constant pouring out, pouring out, pouring out, <clears throat> you know. And so, so then, where do you get that renewal? Yeah, you know, because then you start. That's when that's when bad things start to happen. Yeah, and, and we were just talking about. We won't mention any names, but again, time of this recording. You know, we just found out of of a few pastors that have just had moral failings. Mm-hmm. You know, um, they were cheating on their spouse. You know, and and I think that when pressure happens, we all know this, right? It it doesn't necessarily build your character as much as it reveals your character. That's right. And so when the weight hits of ministry, and you're not grounded first in God, and then you're calling, and if you're not taking care of yourself, this is where those bad things start to happen. Yeah. This is where narcissistic leaders start to emerge, where they start to just thrive on the attention and thrive on the the applause. Or the other side, this is where you know you're not feeling good in ministry. So because you're not feeling good in ministry, your home life probably isn't great, mm-hmm. which means your marriage probably is is struggling. But then, hey, there's this person over here that thinks I'm the greatest person in the world. Right. So it makes you feel good for a little bit. You yeah, know, make sure that God continues <clears throat> to validate you yes. and nothing else. Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly right. So all that to say, yes, I took some time off in December. Yeah. For my role here at this church, my heavy load is the fall and the spring. Mm-hmm. That's when most of our planning happens. It happens. That's when a lot of our things hit. For me personally, I actually didn't have a lot to do in December. So <laughs> believe it or not, when I looked when I was going into Thanksgiving and looked at December, uh, I was like, I, most of my meetings are canceled. Mm-hmm. We don't have an elders meeting. In December, most of our staff meetings start to get canceled because everybody's getting ready for Christmas services. Right, yeah, we had a big the Christmas. Main thing, the main thing. Yeah, we there. had a big Christmas production. I had z- I didn't even I had nothing to do with that. Like, <laughs> How did it feel? Did that feel good? Felt great. Yeah. I actually I didn't even attend. <laughs> Shh, don't tell. Anybody. I don't think anybody knew that I wasn't here, but I, I wasn't here. I didn't come. Yeah. I was not here for that, and it was huge. It was awesome, and uh, I stayed out of the office. But what I found is like I wasn't getting a lot of emails. I wasn't getting a lot of phone calls because my what I personally do to lead this church, it, most of my stuff was done going into December. Yeah. So I kept preaching, you know, and I would do the things I had to do for that, and and of course our Christmas services. But but you know, so I took the better part of about three weeks or so, three or four weeks off, and and it was great. So now in January, I feel refreshed, renewed. You mm-hmm. come back with marker board and and documents and <laughs> vision and That's excitement, right. you know, because again, we plan in August, September, October for all of 2022. Yeah. So here's something to encourage people with. If you didn't do it this year, so some of you are listening the second week of January. Yeah. You're like, what Oops. are we going to do this year? Mm-hmm. All right. You you've, you've, you have self-applied pressure you don't need to have. Yeah. 
because now you're trying to figure out this year, as well as what's going on Sunday, as well as how to lead your ministry, as well as how to take care all at the same time. Mm-hmm. So my encouragement to you, and we would love to help you with this. Like I know Ken and I both would love to help you or your team in planning and strategizing because if you can get ahead of it and start your planning for 2023 by the end of summer this year and by September this year, I'm telling you, your your next year will be so much less chaotic and less pressure uh, as it is. So so that's always important. So and, I think that that's you know, a big as deal. A, as a side plug, maybe for mm-hmm. next week's podcast, we'll talk through how you can plan accordingly mm-hmm. and still allow the Spirit to move. Because yeah, there's a balance that's of right. that. I think a lot of times pastors don't plan or, right. or, or creative <laughs> teams don't plan because they go, well, we really don't want to hinder God's work. Yeah, that's such a... That's, so yeah. that's a different podcast. Yep. We'll get to that. Yep. Wait for it. Um, yep. Maybe next week we might hit on that one. But um, yeah, I can speak out of my Pentecost words on that one. <laughs> exactly. So, but but, yeah. but specifically, I think, you know, uh, I've heard some some things as well with great psychologists and, and, and um, actually the World Health Organization has just come out with an entire... Um, research over the last 30 years around um, burnout. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they look specifically at the workforce of burnout because you, you can't, the World Health Organization isn't going to come out and talk about parenting or come out and talk about ministry if they don't have research to support it. So right. they're just talking about the job place itself. And, you know, in hearing that they're talking about burnout, that's something that we've talked about a lot in the yep. church world for a yep. long time. And I think there's a piece of it that, yes, you need to recharge. Yes, you need to take vacation. Yes, you need to do the things that um, that you can do to, to, to um, spend time with your family or go golfing or do whatever your hobby is um, to balance that out. But I think there's also a cultural side of things that when you get back to the office mm-hmm. – that it has to be healthy, right? So you can't just go be healthy somewhere right. else, and then That's you right. get back to the office, and the office environment isn't healthy. So why don't we share a little bit? You know, you came back with some, um, and, and again, in this weird pandemic season that we've been in, you haven't been able to do that. We've been working from right. home. Yep. You know, a lot of that staff culture has kind of not intentionally, but um, just by default, yep. faded away. You came back with some ideas and some thoughts about mm-hmm. how to culturally reset us as well as a staff and stay mm-hmm. healthy in that way. So talk about that. Yeah, one of my goals for this year uh, for internal staff, which then, as you just said, if our staff is healthy and we're healthy, then hopefully that begins to model what our staff should be doing with their leaders, mm-hmm. right? So so it's a, it's a ripple effect, hopefully, yeah. where if we're, if we're pastoring our staff well, then they should hopefully pastor their people in the same model. Mm-hmm. So the thing on my heart this year is, like we've been talking about, I've been in this role for almost, for four years now. First year was big transition. Yep. Then we had a church fire, and then two going on three years of pandemic. And so our staff has been tired, and we all like each other, but it's been so busy and tired, and then we were working from home, remote, coming back, all those good things. So I just felt it just a burden coming back. In fact, I talked to you, and you were already t- thinking about it too, mm-hmm. of coming back, going, okay, how, let's just let's just rebuild a staff culture that's healthy. Yeah, healthy meaning not that there's um, infighting. We don't have infighting. We don't have any ugliness in our staff. I mean, just healthy meaning fun, fun. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's right. Fun. And so I'm not talking about like trainings on like 
how to communicate and trainings on how to get along. Everybody gets along. We, you know, we all, it's fine. Like there's no issues there, but fun. We're not having fun together. Mm-hmm. We're all doing work together and we all enjoy each other, but we're not having fun. Mm-hmm. And so how do we bring fun into our staff? So we have a staff of 54, I yep. think it is. That's right. 54, give or take a few, but I think it's 54. And um, so how do we enjoy and have fun with those people without one, creating a program or, you know, another meeting, another meeting. Yeah. That's right. I mean, we've got plenty of meetings. And so, so what I came back with, I was feeling that you, you were already thinking about it as well. And so what we landed is that we're going to do a monthly social hmm. and we're going to take an hour out of the day. We're going to do the third Thursday of every month from one to 2 PM. Mm-hmm. And it's just going to be a social. Uh, we're just going to probably meet in the hallway. Uh, we're going to bring in things like coffee trucks or coffee, yeah. you know, wagons or whatever those things are called carts <laughs> coffee, coffee cart. carts from local vendors yeah. we'll probably bring in some food trucks at time we might go bowling you know just put cornhole out there and some games and mm-hmm. we just something right indoor yeah. indoor just um, give people an opportunity to yeah. connect with one another yeah. without an agenda yeah we're not going to make it like mandatory necessarily mm-hmm. but we're going to floating it'll be one of those quote highly encourage you to attend <laughs> <laughs> right you've been voluntold yeah because we want our i want our staff to love being here because they they're having fun yeah uh, because ministry's tough in all areas whether it's an admin housekeeping uh, all the way up through all of our different ministries it's it's just tough it's hard and so how do we alleviate that a little bit by having fun and i think about you know doing that in in high peak seasons as well mm. So uh, actually, while you were out, uh, the executive pastor came up to me and said, I, "He." so we've all been feeling this for a little yeah. while. So our executive pastor, David, came up to me and said, I, th- I think we need to do something for the staff, but I'm not really sure what to do. So we, we had a snowball fight. We had hot cocoa. Yep. Uh, we had hot cocoa in the hallway and some cookies. And, uh, yeah, and I, wasn't, was, I wasn't even invited. It was fun. You know, you weren't in the office, <laughs> you, you know, so... Um, but uh, but it was it was it was just fun and it was a high. Yep. Obviously, there's a lot going on with Christmas. There's a lot going on with that uh, Christmas production as well as Christmas yep. services and Christmas Eve. But we just took 45 minutes out of the day and said, "Hey, come have some cocoa, yep. have some socializing, connect," and that creates a culture yep. that is healthy. Yeah. So one big thought, right? We've been talking about this. We've mm-hmm. been. It's a lot about health, and so the big takeaway I think for anybody listening is. What if you're the only staff? So some of you are listening going, that's great, but I am the staff. Right. That's then true. guess what? Take time for yourself and mm-hmm. go have fun. Like yeah. just go do something to recharge you. It's there's plenty of time in the day. Plenty of time to do that. Like work will always be there. Work will always be there tomorrow. Mm-hmm. You know. Uh so I would say take care of yourself. Plan ahead. Yeah. You know, don't always be in the urgency of the moment. That's where <clears throat> that's where a lot of people get in trouble. They get stuck in that urgency of the moment and everything then everything's an emergency. Yeah. And if you have staff, whether it's one, two, three, four, fifty, hundred, three hundred, whatever, figure out a way just to have fun. Just just do something fun. I went to the movies on Saturday with a bunch of the guys, you know, That's just cool. just having fun. Yeah. Saw Spider Man for the second time, you know. Okay. I still haven't seen it for the first time, so don't um, tell me anything. <laughs> they all they all die at the end. But yeah, I mean, I think the thing is, you know, again, a healthy organization or a healthy ministry whether it's individually or with a staff, is not contingent upon how much vacation time you have. Right. It's contingent upon the culture and the atmosphere that you have within the walls, mm-hmm. as well as it's like a, uh, it's a, it's, it's hand in hand, yeah. right? So your left hand is vacation and your right hand is culture. Yep. You, you've got to be able to do both together well. Yeah. And typically, if you're, if you're unhealthy going into a vacation, more than likely your, your four days off or five days or six days off or even two weeks isn't going to correct that. Yeah, it, it will help it a little bit, 
but the stuff that made you unhealthy is still waiting for you back at the office. Exactly. So you got to be strategic in how do we actually make this an environment I want to be in and mm-hmm. be a part of. And again, if you're if you're the only one, then get some guys or or if you're a female, get some girls, whatever, and just go ahead, go have fun, go go hang out, you know, do something like that. So, but anyways, all right. So be healthy. Be healthy. We care about you. We want you to be healthy. Uh, so the one big thought today is take care of yourself, have some fun with your staff, have some fun with yourself, and uh, we'll catch you on the next episode of the One Big Thought. Thanks for joining us, everybody.